Hey friend, today I wanted to share 10 quick life lessons to enhance your life. Let's go. Hey, I'm Sanctia with SimpleSanctia.com. I will spread hope online one word at a time. So here's the first lesson. If someone tells you who they are, believe them. Somebody said that before. I'm not going to claim that it was my idea, but it is so true. If someone tells you who they are, believe them. Number two, no matter how others treat you, stand in your confidence. This is a lesson that I had to learn over and over and over again. And this does not mean that you are going to turn into a carpet or a mattress or a piece of furniture and let people treat you if in any kind of way. Um, what it is assuming is that I am only um, responsible for my own attitude. So I will stand in my confidence no matter how others treat me. Number three, things of worth are supposed to be hard. Press on anyway. I have learned that any goals that I have, anything that's worth doing, whether it is running a marathon or getting a master's degree, these things are hard. So I have to press on anyway. I have to start what I finished. It is supposed to be hard and we're going to be stronger on the other side. So press on. Number four, distraction is the chief thief of productivity. Now that it is so true, no matter what I'm trying to do, whether it's organize the closet or get a substantial amount of writing or translating done. If I get distracted, I don't get productive. So remember, distraction is the chief thief of productivity. If you can eliminate distraction or if you can make yourself concentrate for a certain amount of time so that you can be productive, you will win. Number five, embrace your limitations and thrive in your greater strength. You and I have limitations. I know it's so hard to believe in this age where productivity is supposed to be everything and we're supposed to be super effective in every area of life. But the truth is, like, we're not good at everything. We can't do everything. We have limitations. We have failures. So if we embrace those limitations, we can thrive in our greater strength. Um, I feel like God has given us limitations for a reason. For example, as human beings, our body has limitation of energy that we can use. So we stop and we sleep and we wake up, we're rested, we're ready to do it again. So our limitations are not, you know, to stop us, but I feel like they can strengthen us as we go on to do what God has called us to do. So give that a thought and just think about how your limitations can help you thrive in your greater strength. Number six, don't underestimate the power of a morning run. This is so biased, but it is so true. I am a morning runner. I don't run every day, but I run um, most days of the week. Actually, at least three days a week. Um, four, if I really like have a different plan happening. But a uh, morning run is so powerful because it clears my mind. It helps my body to function better. I get amazing ideas when I'm running. If I'm running with friends, you know, is a time of connection, is a time of just sharing on an amazing sport and sharing on each other's lives and goals. So do not underestimate the power of a morning run. It is so powerful. It is so worth it. I know you don't have to be out there running all morning unless that's your job. <laughs>
But even if it's like 25, 30 minutes, I feel like you can reap the benefits, even if it's even less than that. Number seven, the best listeners listen for the heart. They listen for the things unsaid. I am trying to be a better listener. I'm not the best, but that is something that I'm striving to do. So my counselor once told me that you listen for things said and you listen with things unsaid. And she also said that you listen from the heart. So that is something that I try to do, you know, just to become better by listening from the heart to the things that are not being said. Because those things that are not being said by people, sometimes they communicate more and even more powerfully than the things that they are saying. So that's just something to think about. Number eight, decide to forgive quickly and always. This is something that my husband and I have been speaking about as long as we've been married, if not before. We decided to believe Jesus Christ who has asked us to forgive. And as Christians, we feel like we don't have any other option but to forgive. So um, we just try to make the decision. Let's forgive quickly and forgive always. I know even this past week, y'all, I have to tell myself out loud, forgive, forgive quickly, let go, don't be a prisoner. So decide to forgive quickly and always. It's, it's a good idea. Number nine, write letters. I am a lover of letters. I write letters. I decided that during this COVID-19 crisis that I would write letters to my friends. I usually write them sporadically throughout the year. I always send people mail during Christmas, but because I knew this would be a big break, this life would be different, the kids and I decided we were going to write letters to our friends. I like to write letters because you can encourage people a different way. You can show love a different way. You can speak to people a different way through your words and they listen a different way. They listen with their hearts. Letters are under, an understated yet very powerful way to send people love and encouragement. Um, nobody really expects to get anything other than bills and junk mail. So if they get something personal and just because it came from somebody who actually loves them and they're not trying to get something from them, but it's trying to give something to them, I feel like that's an amazing gift. So think about writing letters. Um, uh, something that makes it easier to make this happen is just go ahead and buy a book of stamps. That's what I did. Like we bought two or three. And we have all our letter writing supplies in one place so that when we decide, let's sit down and let's write letters, we are ready to go. We have people's addresses. We have envelopes. Like it's just a one-stop shop. So that kind of makes this practice a little bit easier for everybody. And 10, number 10, practice self-care. A few years ago, I was having a lot of problems with um, the lack of self-care. I was just really stressed out. Excuse me. I was just really stressed out. And I knew that part of my problem was I was not um, practicing self-care on a regular basis. Yes, I was running. Yes, I was praying. Yes, I was reading my Bible. But that's about it. So I decided to make a list of things that I can do in order to care for myself outside of the things that I just mentioned. And it worked. It was just um, things like relaxing things, 
legal things, decent things, you know, for me, that just helped me care for myself. So um, practice self-care, find out what works for you. And if it makes you um, ridiculous, is not self-care. If it is poisoning your body, it is not self-care. So just think about what is self-care? Is it helping me? Is it helping me relax? Is it legal, <laughs> right? So just find out what works for you outside of what you do already. Keep that list in your mind. I know somebody who keeps it like in her wallet because she's just like, I forget about this stuff. So I just decided I'm going to write down and I'm going to reach this tools, you know, and I'm going to do it. So just find out something that works for you. So those are my 10 tips. I hope that you have enjoyed them. I hope that you are taking care of yourself and um, reach out to me and let me know what are some of the things that you are learning. Also, I am always in need of topics to podcast about, to write about. You know, I have a million ideas, but I also care about what you want to hear. So would you let me know? You can email me at simplesintia at gmail.com. Or you can go to my blog and get in touch with me there. My blog is simplesincha.com. And I'll see you next time. Bye.